listening to The Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620 WVMT. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody. Kurt and Kelly Devine this morning sitting in for the vacationing Anthony Neary. Andrew's on the board for us. And joining us in studio now, it's South Burlington City. We're going to shift over from Burlington over to our neighbors in South Burlington. Uh, Linda Bailey is running for the South Burlington City Council seat. There's two seats up for for election, right? Actually, there are three seats. Three seats. And by by the way, good morning, Linda. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having me here, and thanks for listening in. Microphone. Oh, Andrew shut me down. He just, <laughs> thanks for being on the morning drive. Yeah, good to have you here, Linda. So thanks. there's there's three council seats. Tell us a little bit about that. Yep. Um, there is a run for a one-year seat, which is a leftover of a city councilor who was that's voted right. in last year and for the last year of that. And that's uh, that one's uncontested. That though, is right? uncontested. That's, that's Elizabeth Fitzgerald. Then there's the two-year seat, which is has three people running for it, and then there's the three-year seat that has myself and one other running for it. Because you had both Helen Reilly and uh, uh, Megan Emery. Megan Emery both deciding not to seek re-election. Yes, which was a big surprise. Did not know that when I first contemplated running. I think a lot of people were surprised. Yes. In fact, I certainly was surprised as a Burlington resident because Megan Emery had announced on the show that she she was, run, was running. She yeah. said she was running for re-election. I... I I asked her, she said, well, you caught me off guard that day when you asked me that, and I was planning on running at that point, but she changed her mind. It's nice is- to see that, that, you know, that a number of folks have stepped up, though. I mean, I think a lot of times in, in these smaller smaller towns, and Burlington's yeah. pretty large on, on a Vermont scale, but, um, you know, that we have these uncontested races, and, you know, like as you and I talked earlier, I think it's very important to have for voters to have a choice. So everyone out there, Kurt has served, I serve, you know, Linda's trying to get on the on the ability to serve like consider supporting your local government absolutely so linda this is your first time on the morning drive absolutely so and we love having you here so uh tell us and our listening audience about yourself give us some biographical information oh where'd you grow up um what have you who a little bit about who you are and why you're deciding to run for south burlington city council mm-hmm. yep um well i'm linda bailey i grew up in johnson <clears throat> about an hour East on Route 15, raised my kids in Jeffersonville, a few minutes closer here. For the last 20 years or so, I have lived in Chittenden County for the last almost a dozen years in South Burlington. Um, I was a business-to-business salesperson, so I got to know and deal with a lot of businesses and different types of people, hear what issues are from that that end. Excuse me, frog in my throat. Do you need need a cup of water? Uh, That would be lovely. Yes, thank you. where was I say, oh, yes, worked, lived here for a dozen years, and I am running for the future. I've got 11 grandchildren and a 12th on the way, and I want both South Burlington and the state to be a place where they can thrive and have a good life. And you, you ran once before, right? I did. I ran two years ago against Tim Barrett. And uh, what did you – any? I, I ran the first time I ran, I lost. And I think sometimes when you run and lose once, you, you learn some things. What do you take from that first experience that you've used this time to, to help you? Um, a whole lot. When I ran the last time, I was asked to run 
close to the date when you had to have your petitions in. And I thought, oh, this looks easy. I put out a few signs and wave it a few times, and that's all there is to it. There's a lot more to it. Uh, since that time, two years ago, I have attended many, many city council meetings, as well as a lot of the other committee meetings in the town, so that now I have a background of information on what's actually going on in the town. So I think I can start working the right. first day I'm up. And in terms of the campaign itself, you've learned mm-hmm. that you can't just put up some signs and wave a few oh, times. Yeah. You've got to do a lot more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You need to be ready for, there's usually at least two debate forums and things like this, interviewing with the other paper. Uh, how to reach out to people is a big piece of what I learned. Being out there, being waving signs, walking door to door, all of the things to meet the people in different parts of the city. So South Burlington really is growing, and mm-hmm. um, there's a report that comes out, Alan Brooks and Minor, that does an assessment of our real estate market. And they talk about residential, they talk about commercial, and, and I attend, attend happily that presentation every year. So I'm watching them talk about where the development is happening, both in housing and, and commercial. South Burlington, South Burlington, you've got the new beta facility in South Burlington. You've got the new OnLogic facility open up. You have some <clears> expansion <throat> that UVM has done. You've got O'Brien Farms. So um, you want to talk a little bit about where you stand on that kind of development? Because I know there's been some tension on the select mm-hmm. board there. Can you tell us where you stand <clears throat> relative to that growth and, and how you think it might be helping or hurting South Burlington? Um, to me, it can only help. South Burlington is in the region, in the heart of the region, where the most of the decent jobs are, where the services are from the hospital to entertainment. And so this is where people want to live. I think that our development is a good thing. Um, I know that we have... Our area has recently been uh, awarded one of 31 tech hubs. This is by the federal government. There is up to $75 million that is going to be available to our area for for development. It's related to a new type of chip that UVM and Global Foundries have developed, and we need to make the technology to use it. So these are things that are going to continue to be putting pressure on people needing to live in this area. You know, one thing I hear from um, the folks who run on Logic, the folks who run Beta, is uh, you know the the tension of trying to fill jobs with housing. I think Burl- mm-hmm. uh, South Burlington is doing a great job of adding housing, especially in the Market Square area and you know other developments like Quarry Hill. So you'd be supportive of of adding housing in, in addition to commercial property in South Burlington. I think we need to. I uh, if we don't. What's going to happen is places are going to continue to jump over South Burlington as a place to do business. One of the things of having uh, retail, restaurants, uh, lodging businesses in South Burlington is we have a 1% option tax. That can help our tax base a lot, which the cost of taxes is one of the big issues that we have right now. Yeah, and you know, uh, there's been a proposal put forth in Burlington. Ours is 2%. In Burlington? Yep, and and the mayor has put forth a proposal to increase it to 4% on lodging. So that might help you guys out. (laughs) It it might. If we followed suit, we'll have to decide what's right. No, no, I mean just getting more people to stay in South Burlington. Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. Don't automatically follow suit with Burlington. (laughs) No. I want to be a little careful there. (laughs) That's what I was saying, if we followed suit. Can we talk a little bit about public safety? 
We are going to talk about public safety, but let's take, uh, we need to take a break. So let's take a quick break right now and we'll come back. You're listening to The Morning Drive with Kurt and Anthony on FM 96.3 and AM 620. Welcome back to The Morning Drive, everybody, where we're going to continue our discussion now with South Burlington City Council candidate Linda Bailey. And uh, we're going to talk about public safety, as Kelly suggested. And by the way, the McKenzie Country Classic Hotline is open. If you have a question for <clears throat> Linda, give us a call. Uh, 888-414-0303. Don't wait till the last second, though. I want to, but we talked about development. Before we go to public safety, I just mm-hmm. want to ask you about a specific <clears throat> development. Okay. And that is the, the uh, what's called the long property on Spear Street. Mm-hmm. That seems to have generated some controversy at least some people don't think it's a good use of the open space fund that you mentioned. Um, what do you What do you say to that? Are you Are you a person that Are you undecided, or do you think it is a good use of the open space fund? I'm a person who thinks and has spoken at city council meetings that it is not a good use of the open space fund. This uh, property is in the southeast quadrant, which has some pretty strict land development rules. One of them is that a property like this, you cannot put housing or otherwise develop 70% of it. Only 30% is available for development. This would be on the long property right in between two other developed areas. It would just be a continuation of them. It's right on the road, right on water, right on sewage, all the things that would make it somewhat easier to develop it. The Open Space Fund has bought all of its properties to this point in the southeast section of the city. I would like to see some of the properties bought in other areas of the city, which are slated for heavy development, where most of the new homes are going to go. People in the Williston Road Corridor, the Shelburne Road Corridor, need outdoor space to be as well. Do you think that South Burlington, because you mentioned the southeast quadrant, and we always Mm -hmm. hear how... I think I think I've read that six of the last eight city councilors lived in the southeast quadrant. I don't know where you live. Do you, do you live in the southeast? <laughs> I quadrant? do not. I live up in Chamberlain, off Patchen Road. Okay. And do you think, just thinking about that, it's sort of a different topic. But do you think South Burlington should consider going to some kind of ward representation, uh, like Burlington or other towns have, um, since you seem to have so many councilors over the last few years that are coming from one particular part of the city? Would mm-hmm. you would you think that they ought to consider breaking geographically off? Sections? I would. I would. This being my second run for council, I can tell you running has a open seat for the whole city is very expensive to begin with because you have to be able to reach everybody. And also one piece of it is I live in Chamberlain. I'm not sure what's happening or the needs of the folks in the Orchard District off Shelburne Road need. I have friends there and I'm reaching out there and working to find out. But if you live there you know it better. I think that working on five to seven different sections, that's that's part I don't know for sure, but I would like to see people coming from different areas of the city. So if you were elected, that's something you would at least look into and potentially devise a charter change for South Burlington to divide up into smaller elections. Yep, absolutely. And there is actually a charter change committee working, has been for the last year or so, and there is going to be a item on the ballot for adding seats to the school board. That one, they did decide that that was good. They did not come to a firm conclusion on the city council. Um, so let's talk a little bit about public safety. You know, mm-hmm. I was actually in Montpelier and uh, testifying on the retail theft 
Um, Bill, I, you know, the last I heard, it didn't look like it was going to move forward. Your your chief of police, Sean Burke, came out there. I think that some of the issues that we've seen in, in other major cities in Vermont, like Rutland, like Burlington, like St. Albans, are starting to spill over into South Burlington. What are you hearing from voters when you talk to folks about that? Definitely crime, retail theft, and personal crimes, like a lot of cars get broken into at night. If you forget to lock it, don't leave anything in it. Um, is definitely between budget, cost of living items, and crime are the two biggest ones that I hear about. I know from listening to Chief Burke that they're reasonably well-funded, but they can't get bodies in the seats, that they have a number of open spaces. It's very hard to get new people in. And even when they do get a new person in for the as an active police person, it's close to a year before they're actually fully trained and on their own. Yeah, I think it's, uh, our chief has said it's 18 months, um, you know, and, and then there's, you know, you got your university mall there where I hear mm-hmm. there's there's definitely retail theft and, and just behavior, yeah. quality of life crimes going on there. So as a counselor, what might you look to uh, advance in terms of policy to tra- help address that? Um, that brings up one of the things that I would like to do. I'd like to work with our surrounding towns and cities on a policy level and see, I think that there's a hope in numbers with that. If our, our different forces could work together, I know they do to a certain degree. Our staffs are pretty good. Our fire department will cover for uh, towns, our ambulance department, things like that. But I'd like to see policy level talk going on. Yeah, I know that uh, Councilor Shannon, who's running for mayor, has talked about there's a you know there's a group of mayors that have met and worked together in um, in Vermont. You have a town manager form of government, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I agree that it would be good for the region to start to uh, talk together. One of the things we heard when we visited Decker Towers in Burlington was that people were coming there with stolen goods mm-hmm. and re- reselling them in the community room, which I found kind of mm-hmm. shocking. Those goods don't necessarily have to be coming from Burlington. They could be coming from stores in, in any of the surrounding Anywhere. communities. And if we make it tougher in one place, it's going to spill over into into other places. Yep, a coordinated effort could right. make us better. Linda, um, one of the things I'm looking at on, on the, the other paper, South Burlington's paper, is that the state is now eyeing, we don't know where, but a South Burlington location for a new youth treatment site. Yep. Do you have any initial thoughts on that? Again, they don't. I don't think it's determined where, but South Burlington is, is being looked at, at for that potential site. Yep. Um, that is probably a little out of the purview. I have only heard just the idea that there, this is a possibility. Um, our young people who need to learn their lessons, if I can put it that way, need a place. We are in the middle of the most populous area of the town, so it would be more apt to keep people closer to family connections. So, And Linda, what's your thoughts about um, in Montpelier, mm-hmm. we know that we're potentially facing a 20% plus tax increase. And I know there's a separation between the school board and the city council, obviously mm-hmm. different roles. But at the same time, you know, if you're elected, you'll be one of South Burlington's leaders. Um, how concerning is this property tax question to you the, the legislature's passed a bill that will allow school districts to delay their votes if they choose to mm-hmm. and reduce their budget uh, because this 5% property tax has, for some schools, has had them, you know, jack up the spending enormously. Um, what's your thoughts on that? And, you know, do you think if you're elected, is this the type of thing you'd want to send a message to Montpelier to say, 
you guys need to fix the system? Or, or what's your thoughts generally about it? I think that the system is certainly reached a breaking point and needs to be re-looked at, revamped. Um, on a local level, I was somewhat disappointed that the school board chose not to put off the school vote. I think it would be better to have more information and see what the state is going to do. On a city council level, I would like to see the school board and the city council work together more closely. There might be things that we could do together that would keep the cost down a little bit for the collective taxpayer. Because when I talk with people, they know that the school board uh, budget is separate from the city budget, but they all hit the same pocket. And it's getting hard for a lot of our citizens. And Linda, do you know how much money is in that open space fund? Ah, shoot. I have looked at those numbers. It's not going to come to me right at this That's moment. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> and uh, you said not. You don't think it should be used for the property, the long property on Correct. Spear Street. Are there other properties that you do think it should be used for? I know you mentioned are there other specific sites that you think it ought to be con- more readily I, used for. I do not have specific sites in mind, except that I know they need to be accessible by the people that are going to be moving into the denser where we're trying to build the denser housing. Those folks need to have space too. All right, Linda, we've got just a minute or so left with you. Take this last minute to make your best pitch to the voters of South Burlington. Tell them why they, you think they ought to vote for you and also let them know, let the voters know how they can contact you if they have a question or want to make a contribution. Absolutely. I think that because I am a native Vermonter, because I have a large number of family in the state, I am very concerned about the future. I want a good place for Vermont. The budget issues that are so big with not only myself, but a lot of people, I am known for being quite frugal. I am not from a wealthy background. My father was a, worked in the post office in Johnson, and his father did too. He used to follow Grandpa down the road in the summer. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I will be frugal and look after your money. I also want to reach out to more of the people in this city to get more input.